Hey, everyone. Uh, it's time for another episode of the Pop Culture Workshop. My name's Kevin Hart. I'm Mike Wimacher, and I didn't think we'd have much to talk about this week. No. I was like, ah, oh, you know, you got Lightyear coming out, so we'll get to that. And uh, as a recording of this particular Pop Culture Workshop, we have not seen the latest episodes of Ms. Marvel or Obi-Wan, so I'm like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And then... Early in the week, just a massive amount of news comes out in the world of film and other. Yeah. So let us begin in a realm that you enjoy quite a bit, musicals. Yes, because there is a trailer I saw today. Uh, now, interestingly enough, uh, the fourth show of the Muni season is Matilda, the musical. Uh, and so I so I, I kind of have it on the mind. Uh, and this morning... Netflix releases a trailer for Matilda the Musical, the movie. Oh, wow. Which are an adaptation of the stage musical. Um, you know, a lot of people are already on, you know, hemming and hawing on Twitter about, why are you remaking my classic childhood movie? It's like, it's not a remake. It's an adaptation of the musical, and the original will still be there. <laughs> yes, it will. So that you have that. And then the other big musical news... We got last week, we talked a little bit about DC and their universe and how they're not trying to build an MCU anymore. There's so much going on with with uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery and everything else. So they're kind of doing individual superhero stories. And if they all mesh together at some point, great. If not, it's, there's not an overall shared universe they're building towards. And the biggest kind of identifier of that was, you know, multiple Batmans, but also the Joker movie with Joaquin right. Phoenix. Great performance there. Everyone was raving about it. And then last week we got Todd Phillips sharing a tweet about the, the script of the second one. And we had then you saw Joaquin Phoenix there too. And you're like, all right, we're getting a, a follow-up. No shock there. It made so much money. We knew that was going to happen. Now, now you're probably wondering if you haven't heard about this. Why is this coming up in musical news, Mike? Yeah, well, here's the thing. They apparently reports are out now that Warner Brothers – is trying to talk to Lady Gaga to portray Harley Quinn. In, good in casting. This, and apparently they've been chasing after her for a, for a while now. And this next Joker movie, with her possibly playing Harley Quinn, will in fact be a musical. That's the rumor. So we're going to have a musical... I don't even say that's a superhero movie, because the first Joker was so grounded... And I don't want to say in reality, because I feel like this fits, because in my mind, and everyone had different interpretations of the first Joker movie, my interpretation was the entire film took place inside the Joker's own mind. Yeah, that was, that's very much um, uh, sort of a a one way to look at it. And And so why wouldn't then the second one, if it's not being in the real world, why then wouldn't the second one be a musical if everything is just being played within this one character's mind? Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, now that you say that, I'm thinking back on the uh, first Joker movie. Uh, there's the scene where the, he's on the bus and they're singing Send in the Clowns from A Little Night Music, Stephen mm-hmm. Sondheim. Uh, when he's on, when he like accidentally fires the gun, he's watching a Gershwin movie on TV because Slap That Bass is a Gershwin song. Okay. Um, there's all sorts of little, you know, musical references there. You know, he's dancing. He's like doing like a tap dance yeah, when he's coming. Kind of in. Down the so I mean, <laughs> you changed your mind. I saw when I when we first brought it up, I saw Kev look very angry, and now after I brought up my take on the movie, and he starts looking back on it, you're you're not as upset or against this as you first no, were. No, because it's because the first 
Because you're right. That first movie is so it, – it's very much the king of comedy and taxi driver. It's yes. not so much a Batman like no. superhero movie uh, and a little bit of Death Wish as well. So it's I, – I mean if that's what they're going for and it's, and it's in a way that's – yeah, I mean I, I guess I should reserve judgment until I see or hear more about it because – I mean Lady Gaga is amazing. She's a wonderful – Yes, singer, actress, actress performer. Singer. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, great casting for Harley Quinn, especially in this sort of. I know we're, they're not talking about multiverse and stuff, but the the, the universe of the movie, yes. like this Joker movie, that that's pretty good casting. I'm excited to so see where that goes now. Uh, hopefully, it's not. Um, I'm not disappointed, but <laughs> but uh, I mean, because it because it's just an odd choice. Because it's like the last thing I would have thought of is like they're making it a musical. Yeah. Yeah, but, we'll we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, we talk DC, of course. We'll bring up some Marvel real quick. They did. Uh, we we got word, and Marvel is saying yes, it's going to happen at some point that we're going to get a Thunderbolts movie. Okay. For those who aren't a comic book geek like myself, the Thunderbolts are basically Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Okay. So it's more your antiheroes and your villains who turn into good guys. So like Baron Zemo from Falcon and Winter Soldier, okay. uh, he is going to be a, a part of that. They've made a lot of the characters so Black Widow's sister is in the Thunderbolts. So a lot of the characters have been introduced, how they get into a team. A lot of people are seeing as this maybe a way as well to finally incorporate Deadpool into the Marvel Universe so then you can take from Thunderbolts and move into Deadpool 3. We'll have to wait and see. We don't know where it is on the schedule, but but Marvel has said and confirmed that the Thunderbolts movie will be made. So something interesting. And it's different for Marvel. Right. Oh yeah. Because Marvel has basically made mostly just heroic hero movies. They haven't really dabbled in the the anti-hero realm that DC has. So it'll be interesting to see Marvel's take on that particular genre yeah. of superhero. Even, I mean, even Deadpool. And I, I can be honest, I haven't seen the second Deadpool movie. But oh man, it's good. You it's, should check it out. Yeah, but I mean, even at the end of the first Deadpool movie, it is still very much heroic by the time. Yeah, you get right. To the yeah, end yeah, of it. yeah. You know, as much violence, swearing, and nudity as in it, it is. You know, you get to the end of it, and he's still the hero of the movie. Yeah, and it's kind of the same way it plays on Deadpool too. He shirt yeah. co- he shirt cocks it at one point too, oh, just nice. to let you know. So very he good. went full shirt cocking it on. So there you go. Speaking of that, the boys. Another hard R rated. I, I, I'm fin- speaking of nudity. Yeah, exactly. I finally caught up, and uh, this latest episode, uh, episode four, features Kumiko killing people with dildos. Okay. So that that they're just they really lean hard R uh, on this particular show. What I really have been enjoying with the boys is not only they skewer all the superhero archetypes that we've come to know. They skewer our current society. I don't know when the writing process was happening or whatever, but they're almost like superhero South Park with how timely they are with some of the jokes and their political commentary on top of the the swipes they take at the superhero genre. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. That now that's great because you know we you know we love our superhero movies, but there are plenty of things to make fun of about them that are not. It's not you know these. People get on Facebook, they're like, oh, you know, these movies are wonderful and it's amazing. And it's like, you can have some humor about it. And The Boys does. The Boys do a great job. Speaking of humor about superhero things and antiheroes, Jared Leto in a recent interview said, never say never to Morbius 2. Of course he did. 
Can't we say no to Morbius 2? I mean, it, it bombed twice in the yeah, box Mor- office. Yeah, Morbius, uh, for those of you who might not know, uh, Morbius, you know, was... You know, I, I'm guessing it's it's maybe like a decent movie. I mean, it got some horrible reviews, and I it from what I saw and heard, it did not sound like it was probably that bad of a movie. But it was, uh, you it's know, not it well received. It didn't. It wasn't well received, and it didn't do super well. It became a meme. Like people, people said, this is a wonderful movie, and we love it. And you know, it's Morbin time. Morbius. This guy put Morbius on a Game Boy Color cartridge. I saw. Oh, nice. So, okay. Uh, so. So so people were memeing about it and then seeing absolutely no irony and Warner Brothers I no, believe Sony Sony Yeah it's the Sony universe That's right Sony Sony puts out they're like hey we're going to put this movie back in theaters since you all love it so much and it made $85,000 That's it which that's it over that weekend so clearly it as, may, as memeing as it is, nobody really wants to see Morbius. It may become a cult classic, and who knows? We may get a second one down the line, but I don't know if I'm Jared Leto that I'm holding my breath for that to yeah, happen. I would. On the topic of Sony, Gran Turismo is going to be turned into a movie. They're going to adapt huh. that video game uh, into a movie. They announced that, and it's going to come out in 2023. Thoughts? I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest gamer, so I can't. I know it's a racing movie. Uh, well, racing game. I was going to say it's going to be sort of like a Fast and Furious movie, then. Probably Cause that's what it because because I mean I I'd be honest I don't play a whole lot of Gran Turismo but uh, I mean it's it is a racing game so we'll we'll see yeah I mean hey the Fast and Furious movies are make <laughs> gangbusters box office numbers so why not video game adaptations into movies are always fraught with peril though they are there, you there are very few over Gran Turismo is is sort of simple enough that it's not like trying to make. Well, we already saw the first Super Mario Brothers movie and how, Yeah, you know. and now we're getting another one, Chris Pratt, at some point, right? Yeah, I guess. And um, then we're, Mortal Kombat, I thought, was fine on Mortal, HBO Mortal Max. Com- yeah, the Mortal Kombat's, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's, it, it knows it's a violent beat-em-up sort of whatever movie. Yeah, so. so it's fraught with peril. We'll wait and see. We'll hold reserve judgment, but trying to adapt a video game and make it a a big enough movie or a blockbuster is a very small needle to thread. And I don't I don't know if I hold up a lot of hope yeah. for Gran Turismo series to be on par with Fast and Furious. But yeah. who knows? We'll have to yeah. wait and or see. Or even, but, but I mean, also recently, I mean, the Sonic movies yeah, that's have been true. doing really well. That they that they have they've they found uh, they found a nice niche right there with Sonic, but I feel like Sonic's a more beloved property. And, and Sonic, they're there, and they're, even they had to go through after. And it's we ooh. we talked about into the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. They make the, fun of ugly Sonic, the, the original Sonic design, yeah. which was yeah, very, which got roasted, got roasted, and and they changed it up to their credit. They changed they it changed up. it up, and uh, the movie and the movies are tongue in cheek. So yes, they got Jim Carrey just clowning it up and doing a great job. Um, so it's, yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. Uh, a couple other things here in the pop culture workshop, Mike Wimacher and Kevin Hart. Um, there is going to be, I didn't realize this, right? I, I had forgotten about it. So we know we're going to get a live action Pinocchio coming to Disney plus. Yeah. Oh, uh, you didn't but, already see the one with Polly Shore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Father, with, when can I go out on my own? With Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. All yeah. right. So we're going to get a live action one. And then. Uh, just yet, just last night, uh, Guillermo del Toro released some still pictures of his stop motion p- 
Pinocchio film that he's working on. So we're going to get two. That's going to be entirely two different takes, right? Very Disney, Disney-fied one for Disney Plus. And then you got Guillermo del Toro. You know the visuals are going to be outstanding, but where he takes the story is going to be interesting, could too. Be creepy. Could be a creepy Pinocchio movie. It very well could be. That kid turning into a donkey. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's going to be an interesting scene. Yeah. It's stop-motion animation, uh, so that's already kind of niche. It's going to be very much kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas type say, stuff. But is, Yeah, that, 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 that is cool. Yeah, don't, don't watch that other Pinocchio movie that's already come out with Tom Kenny plays Geppetto. Oh, wow. Uh, John Heater is like. Is it animated? Horse. It's animated. Oh, yikes. And it's from Russia. It's this really. It's poorly. It's like a bargain bin DVD movie. And oh. it's just. Yeah, Polly Shore is Pinocchio. And he, like. He, he literally reads all his lines. He's like, Father, when can I go out on my own? Wow. It's really bad. Yeah, that, so, that, that sounds really bad so, and really creepy. So the other two ones that you just talked about sound. Way better and great, so support those and not the Polly Shore movie. In the world of streaming, uh, we you know we usually talk about Ms. Marvel and all these streaming shows. One that was super hot for a while, Squid Game. Squid which Game. Was every, we yeah. now have confirmation from Netflix that we're getting a Squid Game Squid season Game two. two. I did not watch the first one yet. Have you watched I, Squid Game? I only watched a little bit of it, uh, but... Uh, I do want to go back and rewatch the whole thing uh, because it, it it's interesting. I mean, it's it's a very uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting show. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. So we'll get Squid Game two also on Netflix. So that's in the future. Netflix this weekend. If you're looking for something to to stream, there's a movie called Spiderhead that has Chris Hemsworth and this. Miles Teller in it, among others. Yeah. It is a Kind of futuristic sci-fi where Chris Hemsworth plays this this doctor in this prison, and they use like these substances to control emotions. And there's a lot going on. It has gotten mixed reviews at best. But if you're someone who likes those particular actors, you may want to check that one out. It is also. I was on Netflix the other day, and it was. It's like the number one movie. Oh, okay, it, so. or it's it's at least in their top ten. So. So take maybe uh, take a swing at Spiderhead if you're interested at all this weekend. And, of course, this weekend in the theaters, you get the first. And this this was shocking to me. Uh, but when I was talking to Eric Davis last week from Fandango.com, you can hear that interview in full when you tune in to Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on WMAY. Yep. Shameless plug for our show. Nothing shameless about it. So... This is going to be the first Pixar movie released exclusively in theaters since March of 2020. Oh, wow. I, th- that would be, yeah. Onward was the last one because then Soul went, you know, Luca, Soul, Turning Red, all yeah. went straight to streaming to Disney+. Plus. So this is the first time. Not only that, it's also the first Pixar movie that's going to be released in IMAX theaters. Now, that will look amazing with Lightyear, space, everything. Yeah. Now, I've heard, well... There's one person in particular, Patricia Heaton, uh, if you've seen her tweet, she's all up in arms because Tim Allen is not the voice of Buzz Lightyear in this film. Chris Evans is. Yeah. And so she got all upset about, oh, he made the character great, blah, 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 which she doesn't understand and what others may not understand. This isn't the Buzz Lightyear that you you know from Toy Story. No. This is the movie that Andy watched – that made him want a Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah. And what we've all known, we all know from toys that talk, 
rarely, if ever, do you have the actual voice from the film, the voice from the toy that you have, if whether it be your talking Woody doll, talking Jesse, Buzz Lightyear. It's not usually the same voice from the screen to in your hands as a toy. Yeah. So I understand why Tim Allen is not voicing this particular in, in, incarnation of Lightyear. Yeah, it's 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 kind of an odd. Th- well, I won't say it's an odd thing to be upset about because he is the original voice actor for Buzz Lightyear the toy. But like you said, this is Lightyear the movie, which is different than Buzz Lightyear the toy. Uh, also, there's gay kiss in the movie. Tim Allen probably wouldn't want. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. a, that's a convers- <laughs> that's a conversation for a different different time. But yeah, it's been banned in a few countries because of that. I'm excited to see it. it it's a lean into sci-fi with it looks like kind of you know it's nods a, to star trek star wars it looks type like stuff old, like old sci-fi yeah like like how sci-fi would have been perceived uh in the 50s or 60s yeah so it definitely looks like i know i'm gonna go see it this weekend i'll give yeah. a full report next week uh about it but that's the reason why for those people who may be confused and why why is chris evans voting light uh, voicing Lightyear? It's because this is kind of a meta movie in the fact that this is the movie that then got Andy excited to want a Buzz Lightyear toy, which then gets Buzz Lightyear toy into the Toy Story franchise. Yeah. So it's kind of almost like an origin story, as it were. And they let you know that right off the top. The first thing you see in the movie is like in 1995, Andy went to go, you know, Andy got a Buzz Lightyear. This was the movie that he went to go see in order to get that. So looking forward to that. Anything else uh, we didn't get to there, Kev? I think we covered a lot of ground We covered here. quite a bit. I think that's, uh, that's probably about all of it, I think. Yeah. Kev, uh, enjoy yourself a little time off. Get caught up on all these shows. I do. I need to do my homework. And then we'll be back next week for another edition of the pop culture workshop.